Our guest analyst this afternoon, Tom Lilja with Progressive Ag Marketing. Tom, we opened uh, the overnight session uh, higher, and then until we opened the day session, then we saw the uh, wheat kind of sag here a bit. Corn traded kind of mixed or choppy off and all, all day. But we saw, managed to see soybeans hang on to double-digit gains uh, pretty much all day. Yeah, the big news last night was a frost event in Argentina, and that got the market fairly excited. In addition, the uh, two-week forecast for Argentina was increased to drier chances, less rainfall. So those were, it really was the uh, Argentina weather that kicked things off today. Yep, even that, a uh, couple of privates, uh, uh, Michael Cordonier at uh, Corn, Soybean and Corn Advisor, lowering his estimate for Brazil and a couple others, the way it sounded too, or Brazil and Argentina both, I guess. I did see that. They also uh, looked at uh, some early estimates are out on the Ag Outlook Forum, and they're looking at anywhere from around 91 million acres of corn, 88 0.6 million acres of soybeans and 48.5 million acres of wheat. So some of these early projections were also on the mind of the trade today. I think that's why you saw wheat give off a little bit. Uh, that wheat number was higher than they thought. I, yeah, I guess that would make sense too, especially in the face of uh, like the Southern Plains, that hard red winter wheat area, the Kansas wheat, f picking up some moisture here. You would think that would put pressure on this market, but it didn't seem to. No, and I mean, I'm looking at the past 72-hour rainfall accumulation, and there are parts of the southern Canadian prairies in Montana that picked up some moisture, so that, that also helps with those dry profiles. And we've got another winter storm coming this week. Yeah, just kind of wave after wave here for this week, the way it sounds. No, it, it's certainly a wet forecast, and... Uh, Chances are pretty decent here for the Southern Plains. Uh, at least the 8 to 14 day looks pretty good. So eventually, uh, eventually that should help lower some of these drought ratings. Yeah. Livestock side, what went on there? Um, overall, actually, they opened lower uh, with some of the strength in the grains, and uh, they caught fire. Cattle, pretty good demand overall. Weekly weights went down about 8% versus last year. It's just an overall tightening supply outlook. So there's a firm undertone. Seems like any time cattle have been lower here during the morning session, uh, it's been met with very good buying. Hog side of it, that market just had a lot taken out of it a few weeks ago. It's it's down at some pretty low levels, and it looks like a lot of the a lot of the bearish tones already been factored in, and and uh, there was some buying today. Yep, for sure. Anything else we need to be aware of or talking about? Ah, natural gas continues to go lower. It's uh, it's really unbelievable. Down, down, down. Yep, that should impact fertilizer prices down the road, I would think. Yeah, they've been coming down here uh, recently, which would tell me we'll get some more corn acres this spring. That would be my hunch. I think, I think some of these 91 million acre projections might be a little low. 
Yeah. Well, even too, the uh, housing market uh, down again for the 12th month in a row, too. A uh, lot of concern about this economy. Well, and there was even, I read another thing here this morning about Biden's trip to the war zone. And if we're throwing more money at that, obviously that's going to raise rates again. You're going to be looking at a higher U.S. dollar potential. And when you get the higher U.S. dollar, that generally hurts commodities in general. Tom Wilja at Progressive Ag Marketing.